Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears. Fa-fa-fa. Fa-fa-fa. <laughs> podcast. This podcast is so fa. It's just like us. We're so fa. You are so stupid. Shut the fuck up. Well, because Lisa was saying earlier, like, she was saying foe, uh-huh. like the way I first pronounced it. Yeah. And she's like, our friends are foe. I think it's great that Jenny's trying to get us together for foe, because it seems like a lot of our friendships are foe. Yeah. Fake, you know, <laughs> foe, fake, like foe fur. So I switched it around and I used the real word. And the real enunciation of it. <laughs> I am so smart. Like, so many, that was a podcast on many levels. That was meta. <laughs> and it's Christmas, y'all. And it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas I'm time. Watching. Yeah, my bear has I'm a scary, watching. terrifying uh, Santa Claus shirt that says watching. And he's yeah. pointing at his eyeballs at you. He's watching. You. Yeah, terrifying and a little arousing. I don't... <laughs> I like older men. I think it's a pretty general consensus that I do look an awful lot like Santa Claus. Yeah. My favorite story is about two or three Christmases ago. I love this story. This is adorable. (laughs) We were in a grocery store and we were on our walking out and uh, this little boy was being held by his mother and he had to be maybe three years old and he kept looking at me and looking at me and I don't know what was taking us so long to get out of the store but I heard him whisper into his mom's ear He's listening. (laughs) (laughs) And just the other day, we were at Walmart, and we were waiting in line, and this little kid was just pointing at Bear, and then pointing up at this huge inflatable that was behind him of Santa Claus. And Corey is wearing a red jacket, too. I'm like, okay, you literally are Santa Claus right now. And you're wearing a red hat, too. I mean, it happens. During the Christmas season, I pretty much am walking Santa Claus. I would just, like, every time a kid would start noticing me, I'd just be like, shh. (laughs) <laughs> it is over the top unfair aggressive and you know and then like two years ago we did um a sexy santa charity yeah not your average christmas portrait or picture or whatever it was something like yeah that, something yeah. like that but yeah we ended up raising 500 dollars for the utah homeless this is the one million dollar donation dress um, I did make an announcement on my Facebook page because I saw it was our two year anniversary since we did the charity that we are definitely gonna have to do it next year. Oh yeah. yeah. Because this year I've, I was so busy and I didn't, I didn't expect to be so slammed. Well, and you know, just when you think you can start to expect things, then comes another variant. Exactly. So you just can't make some plans. new variant that's just going to come out and wreak havoc on entertainment and love and fun. Yeah, I don't know if there are any um, fellow Delta Omicrons who listen, but that was my fraternity in college, Delta Omicron. (laughs) We've had the Delta variant and the Omicron variant. I'm like, I'm not comfortable with this. (laughs) This is negative. This is not healthy. Ah, You guys are famous now. (laughs) That's what started everything. We became famous. That's where it spreads is in that dorm. No, we became famous when J. Corey Jewett became a member. No, I'm very comfortable with myself. Like, I know what I have to do. You cannot do what I do 
and not be who I am. I mean, I accomplished a lot. I've worked hard my whole life. And my shirt has Santa Claus <laughs> on it. It says, don't stop believing. Yeah, Because you should stop. never stop believing. That I was the reason why my fraternity Yes, famous. yes. That's where I was going. No, I didn't become famous until <laughs> ever. But marrying a now Hunter Harden. Well, I'm famous. Well, yeah. I mean, you are the Hunter Harden. What? Yeah. If you're in the gay world, I'm pretty famous. <laughs> Some people are like, who? But other people are like, what? You know Hunter Harden? <laughs> I mean, some I mean, some people in Taiwan were like, you know Hunter Harden? Yeah, there's, I mean, I'm world renowned. <laughs> world renowned. Well, I'm not God. I worship the God in um, so, you know, we'll get, we have a supersize episode to talk about, but I also want to talk about how I really don't know what to watch on TV unless it's Bravo or Bravo related. I love it. I know. Like, I've had some time to watch TV by myself recently, and I watched, like, the Kyle Richards Christmas movie on Peacock, which... La Barlow has a full speaking line. That's so crazy. Karen Huger does. A few others do, too. I can't think off the top of my head. But it was so nice to see Lisa trying to be all... Be an actress. Be an actress. Was she good? I mean, she only had one line, and she played... uh, She played Lisa... Yeah. She had a great smile. She was charismatic. You know, I was that I was, big Lisa Barlow smile. Yeah, I love her smiles after she says something funny. Yeah, me too. Like that's how proud that she it is makes of me so happy inside. Yeah, I mean it does. I mean the Real Housewives. It's like a little everything. kid coming up to you, like tying their shoe for the first time. They're so excited about it. And there's nothing more rewarding than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the movie was really cute. I mean, it was exactly what I, I mean. I literally predicted the end by before at, b- in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. But it was fun to watch Kyle Richards like act. Um, some things I feel might have been, you know, li- life or uh, art imitating life. Uh huh. But um, it was sweet and it was fun. And it was cute, and I, I didn't feel like it was a waste of my time. But I like I don't know what else to watch. I know you're so one level, but I just binge watched the hell out of the witcher too yeah you oh so good you like to either watch tv that you've seen a thousand times and just watch it over and over again seinfeld the office 30 rock um parks and rec yeah just i mean there's a uh, plethora south park was one family guy american dad Dad. and just like watch the same episode even like in the same week well it's because i'm doing other things yeah and um but but when i watch tv i want to sit and watch something that I need to get it. I want to get involved yes. in a different world that yeah. I'm already Your in. Your other taste is maybe something more sci-fi related that you can really Oh yeah. Like The Witcher is just so good. And Henry Cavill mm. And, and then Superman me, I'm just Witcher. like, if it's not on Bravo, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, you're ridiculous. Because so... I don't really watch old shows that I've seen before, other than Roseanne. But you don't even do that. Well, because I've seen Roseanne. Even like... when I, even I brought back the the yeah the, the Roseanne. But, and I mean, listen, at any it. moment of the day, you can turn on TV. There's an episode of Roseanne, so don't think I'm still not watching. Hey, it but that's still the same with The Office and Parks yeah. and Rec and blah blah blah. So I just don't know what else. I mean, th- I've been, you know investigating what Peacock has to offer, because I'm obviously stuck with that. 
Because that's got a lot of housewife stuff. Well, it's it. got the next ultimate <laughs> so stupid. Oh, in Miami. Oh, Real Housewives in Miami. <laughs> oh my god. Did you not? I, I thought Real Housewives of Miami came off with a bang. I thought those first two episodes were great. I felt it was a little cheap. No, I thought it was high dollar. I mean, oh. they're the. I felt the. The plastic I, I don't know. surgery alone. I mean, it's cheap. <laughs> oh my god, no! I'm obsessed. I love looking at them. They I'm are obs- all outrageous. Yes, their their lips. I just haven't connected. I just haven't connected with. Yeah, because you didn't see the first four seasons. Yeah, I like, had no idea there was yeah, a before. Like Lars, you're like bringing everybody up and how they don't look anything the same. And I'm like, like I did not recognize if they did not tell me that was Larsa Pippen, I would have never realized it was Larsa Pippen. <laughs> like I love it. I'm obsessed with the plastic. Sh- the I plastic bet people that are listening right part. now, they're probably screaming in their cars or in their house right now because she probably is unrecognizable to the people that are yes. obsessed watching it. Well, yeah. Housewives. And like the story is about OnlyFans. Like I know, like, but it, and then I, I was, that I, was, that was good. I love the whole OnlyFans. It was the only drama throughout the whole thing. I think that Miami started off the first, they only, you know, they released first two episodes at once and I thought it started off great and I can't wait to watch the, I think it's going to be better than the first four seasons. Uh, they have brought all the right people back, even though I think some should be in full-time capacity other than friend of, but nonetheless, it's, it's so good. Next topic, moving on. Ooh, so since it's Christmas time, yes. what is your favorite Christmas movie that you have to watch during Christmas, what? just just one. I know there's multiple one, but the no, one that White you have Christmas. To... You don't even have to ask. Okay, that. I know that. White Christmas. I know, but do our do our listeners know that? Oh, sorry, if you don't know you. that. White Christmas. Like... It's not just us in this hot closet. <laughs> we have millions of followers. White Christmas all the way. Uh, we if we're not watching it when we start decorating for Christmas, Christmas is over. And this is how you can tell the generation gap in our relationship. I love Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yes, but we yes. reserve that. For... Jim Carrey's The Grinch is the best holiday movie ever. But we reserve that for Christmas Day for you. I know. We're, I'm so, just saying what's our favorite. Yeah, so we have good traditions. Mine is when we're decorating. Yours is like the day after. Oh, I wasn't talking about traditions. I was just strictly saying what's your favorite Christmas movie. So what is everyone else's Christmas movie? Do you guys agree with our picks? <laughs> Go to our social media outlets. And post your favorite Christmas movie. Like, do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? No, I don't. I just can't get into Die Hard. I'm sorry. And I think they forced it. Some people consider, like, Harry Potter a Christmas movie. I think one of them is because it's based around the holiday, around Christmas. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway, that was fun. I Uh, like Christmas. Well, I guess since Die Hard was around Christmas, you have to make it a holiday movie. (laughs) Well, I am. I I would Die Hard for Brooks Nublazer with his strap brand across the chest. Well, I need to finish this design. It's like a blazer with like my classic side tape across it. I got so excited for a second, but then you brought up Brooks <laughs> and Mark. like... I was like, wow, he's going to do such a good segue right here. It was a good segue. amazing segue. It was terrible. It was an amazing it was, segue. It, it was absolutely disgusting. And I don't think you understand the pain that I just had to go through <laughs> listening to that. I don't even know how to articulate the pain that I went through because of everything. Did you see it on my face? I was so excited. I'm like, yay. And then a just instant <laughs> dissatisfaction, bad taste in my mouth. But it's just a blazer with his... His tape of name on it. That's probably going to say Brooks Marks. Marks is Brooks or something. I mean, I think we've already seen it. And didn't we already see it? Yes. yes. <laughs> He's so innovating. <laughs> but, That's. 
Meredith, Meredith's like, oh my god, it's so chic. She loves. It's like when a kindergartner brings home your their art. You're like, I'm gonna oh, put honey. that right on the fridge. Yes. That is beautiful. Oh, that looks just like you me. You are so talented. Those stick arms look just like you. Made me a little fat, <laughs> but I look great. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> well, how do you feel that Meredith looks in that double-breasted blazer and those thigh-high gold boots, though? Yes, ma'am. That's what I thought. That's yes, what ma'am. I thought. Um, Jenny comes over looking amazing and bright green. There's a lot, There's of, bright a lot of bright green in this episode. Yeah, and there was in the last episode, too, with that outfit that I hated. And we were just watching that, like, Christmas decorating, like, that Christmas lighting show. And that one lady decorated with lime green and yeah. Christmas. Yeah. What's with lime green and Christmas? I don't know. I'm feeling green. But, well, I don't know that they really filmed this during Christmas, though. But still, lime green. But it we is must being have missed aired. the memo. This on... is all live action happening. This <laughs> happened today. We must have missed the memo that lime green was a color, though. I didn't know. Like, a color of the season last season. Well, our next episode will be just pure lime Why green. Why are we not wearing lime green? So that way anybody let's can project those, anything Let's on get us. those green bodies. Yeah. <laughs> With just our faces poking out of them. <laughs> and all those graphic designers out there can right. impose or whatever, whatever they want. We could be in the ocean. We could be, we could be in a desert. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, so <laughs> Meredith has decided to have like a nice, easy girls' night where instead of complaining about their friends, they're going to complain about their husbands. I'm tired of talking about my friends. Yes. Um, is Matthew her cocktail maker and flower water person? That uh, kid that was there at Mary? Uh, I don't know. Uh, an assistant of some sort? He, uh, that was like, interesting. He made cocktails and he was just watering the plants. Well, I, and I don't I, think he was really even introduced as anything. You know what? I, he was, I just know his name is Matthew. You got more. You know, I'm normally right on top of those things, but I completely missed that. No, I just watched him in the background the whole time. And then oh, she I said, did, oh, he made the cocktails. I was like, who's this Matthew? It didn't say like Meredith's assistant or anything? I th- it may have, you know, how I just read the headline. Well, we fell Matthew. short on that one. We fell short, short, short. That's right. But I think it's funny. I want to be a cocktail maker and water. I basically am at home except for... I don't really make cocktails. You're the cocktail maker. Right. But I do other things. You take care of the plants. I do take care of plants. <laughs> Meredith asked Jenny about how this whole, like, fourth child issue is going. And to be honest with you, I was kind of hoping the sister-wife thing would never come back up. Didn't we all have this conversation? By the way, something about coming back up. We got another great soundbite from Brooke saying, all right, love you, bye. And doesn't it sound exactly the same yeah. as when he was annoyed with his dad and getting off the phone with him as to just leaving the dinner table? Yes. It was exactly the same. So Brooks, how would you know he's upset with you? Brooks is always annoyed. I have no clue if he's pissed, annoyed, or irritated. Like, he's just constant. That's... I mean, I swear, you play that soundbite right now, ex- next back and back, they sound exactly the same. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. All right, love you, uh, bye. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I would say he was also annoyed that the sister-wife conversation came back. I up. would be upset about it, too. <laughs> and you know what? It seems like the women keep trying to force that as a conversation in, in this episode. Well, and Jenny's like, no, no, everything's like, he's just going to go counseling, and I'm not going to let him do it. <laughs> well, I can't believe that it's been this long, and um, they haven't talked about it, and they're, and they've remembered to bring it back up. Oh, yeah. But she said he's going to go to counseling. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, Teddy's mad about it, too. We should have asked Dewey when we met him. I'd be like, so are you going to go to counseling or are you going to make her? We no, I, no way I mm-hmm. couldn't do that. 
But Teddy's mad about it too, and he has to bark about it from the table. It's so adorable, but he's on the table, and I know that dog's probably walking with poop on his paw sometimes. You know? <laughs> I, well, you know how I feel about it. <laughs> I love Teddy, though. I love all dogs. I love all dogs, but I like well-mannered dogs. And did you notice every single time somebody enters her house, they all automatically already know to slide in? If it was me, I would... Welcome Teddy into my arms. I'm not giving the opportunity to get on a table because I would be petting him. Teddy, you love me. Teddy, you love me. But you're not wearing like leather pants and Louis Vuitton, like thousands of dollars worth of jewelry on. Uh Uh-uh, no dogs jumping on this outfit. True, true. Lisa loves to eat. It's always the first thing she mentions. She walks in, she's like, oh, good, there's food. Oh, you have food. We're not going to be anorexic. It's probably because she snacks all day. She doesn't eat a full meal, ever. It seems as if. Lisa asked Jenny if she's excited about her faux lunch. Lisa is very... I think by the end of the episode, she says faux. Because I do the same thing. I I pronounce it the way I see it, and I need to remember it's faux. Yeah. Like, we did fuck you. We actually did our investigative journalism today to make sure we could say that. Correctly. I know, because I don't want to be insulting. Of course not. I actually feel a little hurt. So Meredith brings it back to the sister-wife story. No. But they end up having a good laugh about it and dressing Jenny up as a, a, a blonde dominatrix. Why wouldn't I have a blonde wig on hand? Slut. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. I'm loving seeing... The women of different nationalities, like, wear a blonde wig. Right. Like, jet blonde wig. I think they all look so hot. Yeah. And Jen looked really good in a red wig. Do you remember that very controversial episode of America's Next Top Model? Yes. (laughs) When Tyra made them all pretty much do blackface and do other nationalities. Yes! It was horrible. I can't believe she did that episode. Tyra Banks is the most ridiculous human. I, I don't understand what's going on she was either gonna be so like she's like this is gonna either be <laughs> remarkable so it's gonna be a train ridiculous. wreck i mean it's, that would never hold up in today's no climate. she's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> like walking up to me saying i'm gonna be like asian today i am a dutch super white looking boy i shouldn't be doing that <laughs> no not at all <laughs> Uh, so, but I enjoyed uh, watching Jenny let her freak flag fly. Damn, I look like a hooker. I do, I do really love this scene because it's a flash montage of them getting drunker and drunker yes. and trying on more outfits and like taking pictures. It was and like an eighties montage, and plus one of the few light moments we've had in a while. Yeah, it was so fun. I really enjoyed it. I mean, this has been a, a jam-packed season. I mean, this is a super-sized episode, like, Alone, it's yeah. wild Salt Lake City. Two days later, Jinshaw is driving herself around There's... and Heather, calling Heather gay, and I was like, oh, no. I'm getting off the phone. I'm not, ca- not <laughs> going to be a part of this wreck, because... Stuart's not driving. It shows that Stuart's not there, oh, and it makes me sad. I'm glad that they didn't do a flashback of Stuart driving. Oh, oh my gosh, you know how evil... That would have broken my heart. Yeah, that's evil. So Jen fills Heather in on the fact that Lisa has taken four days to respond and meet her and to meet her for lunch. One hundred percent. And Heather is like, let's just like play hardball. Yeah, <laughs> I know she doesn't care. She's like, 
Just throw a right swing in there. <laughs> Lisa was saying this. Lisa was doing oh, this. She spilled it. it. Oh, she loved it. Yeah. She was so excited to, just to give her every detail of every information <laughs> that like happened on the tr- in the Vale, Colorado trip. Oh. <laughs> you know, Jen tells us that she and Lisa spoke for like over three hours a day. Yeah. Who has time for that? Yeah. I. I, I no. I. I I'm who sorry. Who has that much no. to talk about? And she even I'm says. Like that she's serious. She even says that she's serious or she says that she's literal or something like that. Probably for an average of 3.2 hours a day. I'm not even playing. That's not possible. Unless, I mean, unless you're calling each other at one in the morning and talk until 4 a.m. I mean, these women are so busy. And when they're not busy, they're with their kids. Yeah. uh, And even with their kids, they're busy. Carpooling. Wear your seatbelt. I think you meant to say that you're exaggerating. (laughs) Chen Shaw. Um, Jen arrives at Carson Kitchen. She gets a table. Lisa arrives shortly after. And then here's another awkward first time, like when Heather saw Jen for the first time and now Lisa seeing A little Jen bit of a silence time. of where are we going to start. Thankfully, that server interrupts with crispy chicken. Um, what are these crispy chicken skins? And why did he offer that right away to her? Like she's been there. Yeah. And, and so they've got to be good. And they're there through the, like, every time they show Lisa, they show those crispy chicken skins. Really? Yes, I want them. Now. I want them so bad. <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the art of advertising. I'm not kidding you. If Lisa was in the frame, Product placement. those crispy chicken skins were in the frame. Ooh. I know you love meat in Utah. I want crispy, and they looked crispy, but I, not like burnt, you know? And it doesn't look gross either. It looks delicious. It sounds gross. It looks like but... slices of chicken. I want it. Like deep fried. Look, yeah. it says right here, those crispy skins are always in Lisa's frame and That's I want That's crazy. Them. I didn't even notice that. I'm normally checking out the meat. You know and up saying? here it says, what are these crisp and crispy chicken skins? I want to try them. <laughs> oh, damn, son. This is straight up food porn. Wow, chicken. Wow, wow. Hit it, hit it. Let it come off. Oh my lord! Whoa. I had chills. But thank God for that f- server. I mean, yeah. he he is like the saving grace of the beginning whole, like the whole part of this whole dinner. I think. Yeah, I agree. Lisa affirms to Jen that she's innocent until proven guilty. Friend, well, you are well, innocent until proven guilty. And also, the fact that Lisa hesitated before reaching out to a friend makes her real. <laughs> yes, that makes her uh, you straight know, up real. There's okay. There's a little bit of validity. What she, the fact that she took a moment to process to it, process the situation is adult. I think that's fine. It yeah. does, uh, and to um, but I don't think it makes her well. And also, <laughs> I, I did get it tripped up. But also, also taking some time to be like, you know what? Last time I saw her, I was really angry with her. And I don't even know if I'm in the right place to be the friend to her that she probably needs right now. Yeah. Well, also fair. I'm feeling the same level of high-grade anxiety. And also, Lisa's feelings were hurt before all this happened. So yeah. we need to deal with Lisa's feelings first, and then we'll get to yes. Jen's feelings. I'm, I mean, so su- I'm, I'm never surprised by Lisa, but this surprised me. <laughs> I was like, you're seeing her for the first time. She just After got indicted for this You watched charges. the SWAT team and New York police and Homeland Security come to the van. And there were actually real, te- real te- tears in this conversation. Oh, we're talking about her. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Lisa. I love you. I, I 
can't believe, but I did. I saw real tears. I noticed. I, 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 I am always that. looking for real tears. I'm always looking for real tears. Well, Lisa defends once again what a friend she has been yes, to Jen. Yes. I know I've been a good friend to Jen. I know I've been showing up for her. I know I've been consistent and I know I've been kind. She's had her back in various situations, which she has. But I, but again, you know, on Jen's shot side, she's like, but you took four days. Like, I, I knew really you, needed you, to, you especially were, if... You were the first person I called. You were the first friend I reached out. Not the first person, I'm sure. But, but from what it sounds like, to... they are really, really close. Like, even their partners and stuff, like, closer than Heather and Jenner. Lisa, come on. Yeah, well, they were. I mean, she at the beginning of the season, Jen and Lisa were besties. Yeah. And Jen and Heather weren't even really speaking. Yeah. But, you know, she's like, I called you first, I called you first. And I'm like, well, you should have called her before you had put on that confessional blouse with all those jewels and stuff on it. <laughs> She looked like a Christmas tree, but there. It was awful. Don't be mean. She's being indicted. That was an awful top. I'm sorry. I didn't like it at all. I know. The first thing I thought was like, that looks like someone tried to decorate a Christmas tree. And then we're like, I'm just going to place it all everywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like a rich person's craft project. And I didn't Ooh, like it. I if know, that was on I Project know. Way, we'd, a Project Runway, we'd be saying, I'll feed her That name. outfit should be on trial. I, I pray to God you're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hung jury. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> only if you're only if the Chitwood boys are in that jury. Oh my you know God. what I'm saying? Man, so ladies, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Lisa. Gay man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh God. Stop it. Stop it. I'm so glad we finally got it brought it back to that. It's been a while. Uh, but Lisa finishes up. She's like, okay, what can I do and what can I be now? I really liked how Lisa ended it with her. You know what? She Lisa said, what, will apologize. what do you need from me? Yeah. Lisa will apologize. And she will also apologize for the reason that you want to for her to apologize. Sometimes. Not every time. You know, just like me. If I do something, I take accountability for myself. Yeah. No, I'm not saying she always takes credibility. Yeah, she does no, no, not no, take no, credibility. No, 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 I wasn't suggesting that. But sometimes, for someone she cares about, mm -hmm. she will give a genuine apology uh, for the exact specific reason why you're, you're craving the apology. Yeah. And I like Lisa for that reason. I yeah. think Lisa is a great friend. I think in the show, everything's exaggerated to a high extent, even your emotions and feelings, because, I mean, these producers are getting you drunk and trashed, and yeah. you got to create storyline. Listen, if, if Lisa hour was... After hour after if hour. Lisa was boring, y'all would hate her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh. I love I love her. She's she's a great housewife. Oh, fantastic housewife. Uh, so, speaking of fantastic housewives, that was an easy transition to Heather Gay, whose brother is there for a visit. Mm -hmm. Heather's the middle of six kids... Makes sense. The middle child. That's, that's the rebel. That's my sister, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyler is an older brother. She looked up to him a lot, and he's been living in Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland. Raising their two sons there for 15 years. That's crazy. I would love to go to Switzerland. I bet it's just gorgeous there. It is. It is. It's really quite beautiful. Oh, I forgot about this European trip you took. <laughs> air quote, air quote. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got the scrapbook to show it. Mm -hmm. It's giving me a Lugano Switzerland vibe. So Heather brings up that she received a letter from her brother, and he's recently decided to leave the church too. And Heather's story was kind of like the catalyst into why. I mean, between filming and Christmas, that was like just a couple months. That was like March, yeah. I think. 
So he uh, um, uh, encouraged him to do some research, which they say that's the first mistake. Don't research that. Which is so, like, the first telling thing when your religion, like, pretty much says, don't look at anything that's negative about the church because that's Satan trying to draw you in and blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait. (laughs) Cult-like behavior. Very cult-like behavior. I'm not not saying. I can't believe you just said the Mormon religion is a cult. I did not. I did not. I did not. (laughs) I just know that's a typical trait of cult-like behavior. Um, Which and he gets emotional from the guilt of raising his kids in a cult. He he says that it's makes like, him that makes a, bad a bad parent. Bad parent, but noticing this doesn't make you a bad parent. No, you're doing it. Heather feels the same way. She's like, I felt like a bad parent. And I've done the same thing. And apparently, Heather's been getting a lot of messages from yeah. other people leaving the well, church. Yes, of course. Like. Literally, she's kind of like the driving force to, between this religious Heather community. Is starting a, a movement in a way, but when she unintentionally, when she says that it's hard to be like a hero, but also be a traitor at the same time to the church. Yeah, I mean, she even like tells... that's her whole life. It's really hard to be a role model and be a traitor at the same time. I mean, she tells her brother, I wish I could be me and still be a Mormon. Like, being a Mormon is still important to me. Just to respect the family. But one thing does not equal the other. Mm-hmm. And so I can't be both. This whole time, Heather Gay and her brother are talking about leaving the religion. She has snake earrings in. She does. Yeah. Slippery, slippery snake. <sighs> That's sin. That is sin. Heather Gay is a sinner. Well, I think that's already been established. In the <laughs> I think say that it. I have a crop top that says it. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Joseph Smith married a 14-year-old yo. Oh, I feel sick. Y'all. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where we go past that. Maybe we should just go get a drink. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's a great part to leave office. Yeah. Joseph Smith married a 14-year-old, y'all. <laughs> I mean, mic drop? I... I you... <laughs> Heather Gay, you want to come in and lead us out of this? <laughs> Someone save us. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, wet our whistles, get some candy canes, maybe wrap a present. Unwrap a present and be right back. Oh, my God. I need you here. Can you please stay for me? Could you please stay for me? This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. What was that noise? Was that Santa on the roof? I don't know what that was. I guess we're just going to have to come back and see if Santa has left his presents out there. Hopefully he left us a gift card for Beauty Lab and Laser. Ho, ho, ho. We want to keep putting Botox in people's faces. <laughs> yes, I would love that. <laughs> uh, I, what, what, do they give gifts for Ramadan? I don't know, and I wanted to do research on Ramadan, but this has just been kind of a crazy... I mean, it's been the holidays, your back pain has been out of control, Um, doctor's appointments, gym, I mean, what can I do? I don't have the energy to do this anymore. (laughs) There's only so much time in the... I guess I could have researched it while I was at the gym. Yeah. But I'm focusing on my my core, bro. Working on your fitness so you don't end up like me. Thank God. I'm just joking. <laughs> For 30 days, you have to fast from sunup to sundown. And, like, I'm hungry right now, so I know I can't be Muslim. I'm always hungry. But, I mean, the days are pretty short in the winter. I mean, Thank God. I would sleep until noon and go to bed at 5. I know, you're so bad. But you know what? I don't know how good that is for you to fast all day and then eat just before bed. 
That's true. Well, it depends. Sun, the sun goes down pretty early here. And I'm not a breakfast right person, now. so like I don't care how early I get up. I'm not okay, well, you know, the sun's been going down at like 4.30 lately. I guess I can I manage. mean, it's not that bad. I think you'll be able to handle it. <laughs> can I have coffee at least? <laughs> you can't have both. Pick one, girl. Sharif brings Jen downstairs after the meal and suggests that they downsize as quickly as possible That's and move conserve. into... A more affordable home. Let's save some money because we got to fight for your freedom, girl. And I'm shocked that her response wasn't, yes. I know, but she feels like, like she said, she's letting her family down, her dad down, because she was supposed to take care of her family and stuff. But listen, she needs to be taken care of. She doesn't need to be taking care of anybody right now. And take care of your family in a smaller home. Yeah, take care of your family, your immediate family that you could only handle right now. Sleeping on a fold-out couch and in, in, in the comfort of a ho- in home in you know, Salt Lake City is probably worse than what it sounds like the environment, they, or better than the, what it sounds like the environment they were coming from. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to... And listen, these kids have been working for Jen Shaw. They're probably doing pretty good mm. in the pay. Right now. You don't have to spend fifty you know thousand dollars a month. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She's getting paying them not, good. Not lately. No, I'm not sure. right now. I mean, <laughs> how does she get her money? But Sharif speaks so calmly and sweetly with her. Coach is. I don't. He's remarkable at giving speeches, making you feel good, calming you down. He's just a a, a word wizard. Will you be my coach. <laughs> he is a wordsmith. But you know, but Jen Shaw is not a wig smith in this episode. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure what anyone is saying. I'm checking out this wig. I'm checking out that part in this wig. I like the style of it. I like the 60s. Um, Listen, it's Ramadan and she's being indicted. You got to give her a break. And I am winning at the wig game. I mean, I, I love Jen Shaw. I love Jen Shaw. And I think the wig was beautiful, but it just needed to maybe be pinned down a little bit tighter. Or Listen, something. I put you back on wig. I know, you did. So, so don't... I guess it's like. <laughs> so I was really distracted. Well, at first I was like, there has to be a wig. Maybe, but the but I couldn't get a really clear look of the part in her hair, and I was like, "Does it look like lace?" Like, but yeah, wig. Duh. I was just deflecting my vagina. CSI Corey is on the case of Listen, the wig. Listen, you wig and Whitney can find can if solve we, all if, the crime. If we have a city. crime that's got a wig involved, we'll call you. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> If we do not share what we know, we're in danger. Next, we move to the Homestead Crater, a beautiful, like, clear blue water-filled crater that stays 96 degrees year-round. Can we go right now? Yeah, but I did do some research on this when we first moved here. It's not actually made by a crater, like a, like a, um... Asteroid. An asteroid. But it is just a, a sinkhole that's just in the middle of the desert that has constantly flowing water that's warm water from the core well that sounds lovely i'm terrified i don't i would like to do it but i'm scared i don't want to uh, what's in the water well whitney and lisa did it i know but they're on paddle boards but did you see how dark that water in. was oh, it, no it was clear blue it was clear but to just a point <laughs> oh my god and then there's so monsters sad. that grab you well, Lisa thinks that she's there to, like, make amends with Whitney, and little does she know, though, that Whitney's like, I need to give Lisa all this information. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, that's kind of how the last episode ended. I think she was just more happy about, like, 
doing exercises instead of talking at first. This water yoga just made me think of last season of Beverly Hills with yeah. Lisa, Rena, and Crystal. And Crystal, yeah. yeah ex- I don't know who organized it, but girl, you gotta fire that bitch. But they sit and they have a talk about the end of Vale. They both hate the way that it ended. Whitney feels like everyone, including Lisa, flip-flopped from what they were saying the night before. Mm-hmm. And Lisa's like, okay, well, let me clarify this conversation I was making. Clarify. I asked her <laughs> everything, but I was lighthearted about it. When she said that, I was like, okay, I'm glad you said that, Lisa, because you kind of went in there. It was just like, um, yeah, I kind of heard these things. So I just don't know. You know, it was kind of lighthearted. Right. So I'm glad that she came and up with that. Lisa clarifies that she sides with Cameron. Yeah, she did clarify that. And so Whitney's like, well, speaking of Cameron. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, my gosh. I know that Angie Harrington's friends with him, so I got his number from Angie and called him. Ooh, Lisa's pissed about that. I mean... Lisa's so just so... She's so territorial. She is very, very territorial. She's very territorial well, about her friends. Losing. She lost Angie this season, who knows? You know? <laughs> I mean, and it seems like her and Meredith's relationship's slipping. But now that Whitney is having these experiences with Mary that people have been talking about, Whitney wants to know more about these experiences. Because she thinks she's experiencing them. And, and I think that's totally justified. Yes, and Cameron is like... Mary and Robert Sr. Predators. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I know. I was like, wait, what? I was wow. expecting a million other things, but Predators? Well, I mean, looking for vulnerable people. I mean, that seems true. to be a theme. And they take advantage of it. So, But Whitney doesn't want to say too much. So was it sexual Predators? No, 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 no. Are you no. sure? No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. People who were vulnerable that would give away their money. <laughs> <laughs> sexual Predators. Because that's the first thing I went to. I was Mary like, and what? Robert have not been naked in the same room <laughs> since that one time she mentioned. I know. <laughs> Six months after they got married or something. I, it's like that. I enjoyed myself. Oh. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh my goodness. But when he's like, I'm I'm concerned about this the safety of my family, I'm not gonna say anymore. Yeah. And if even Whitney, now that she has gotten down to the like the gritty dirt of it, now she's afraid to say anything. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, spill it. Like, well, I mean she's ar- she's already done she's done a, she's I mean she's getting it going. She's getting it. No, started. Whitney is like the stirrer of all housewives, I think. She's not a pot stir. She's like a little whisk, a little whisk me. Oh yeah. I'd like um um a less a more likable Tamara Barney, which I love Tamara as a housewife, but Tamara just kept it stirred up. Whitney is not as mean and vicious as Tamara could be. She's just very She's sweet. She's sweet, but she stirs. Oh, yeah. She stirs. She stirs. She's like, I'm going to tell everybody predators and see what that does. And just <laughs> when we think that Whitney is there to spill all this information to Lisa, Lisa spills to Whitney that Mary suggested that what is happening to Jen Shaw is because Jen was talking about Mary and messed with the wrong person. If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. So do you think that she's the one that called? And that's why she didn't go to the the van ride to Vail is because she called the police to say, hey, I heard that you guys are looking for her. I don't even know how she would know that. And I mean, I all I'm saying is you come after Mary, she sends Jesus or the FBI after you. And listen, Jesus is is chewing gum and kicking ass, and he is all out of chewing gum because <laughs> Cameron's dead, 
now gents and pin and tight end like i am terrified of what's going on what's next <laughs> I, I, you know best of luck to you be careful it's not going to be anything to the real house bears i hope to god <laughs> i hope to marry <laughs> why are you getting away why don't <laughs> I, I feel like we need to call all, the, all of our housewives friends and make sure they're safe all of a sudden. <laughs> just doing a wellness check. Hey, just making sure you're okay. It, well, I did see recently, it looks like Heather and Whitney and Angie Harrington were just in Cabo together. Yeah, I think it was Angie's birthday. Yes. That rental that they had? Yes, ma'am. Uh, where was our invite? I know, where was our invite? <laughs> we met you that one time I mean, I don't for think there was. Minutes. Well, I don't think there was any guys there at all. But I mean, like, we're, we're gay. We're, we're, not, the, we're, we're not intimidated. Just we're just going to be the girls. I'll wear a bra. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> You'll wear heels. You're good at it. I mean, we met that one time. How are we not best friends? I loved her one earring. Yes, yeah, see? I mean, it's are you crazy. kidding me? Yeah, we're so stupid. <laughs> the damage is done. Well, we're finally to the pho luncheon. What the pho? <laughs> it took us a long time to get here. And you this know what? This has been a long episode. It's only halfway through the episode, too, is the thing. Five more hours to go. We don't... We get... The, the luncheon is the second, like... 30 minutes. It's, yeah. like the, it's like the last 20 minutes of the show. The, the, the whole episode was an hour and a half long. The luncheon was 45 minutes alone. Oh, my gosh. A full half oh, of I didn't the episode. Oh, I, I didn't realize that. Yikes. Oh, yeah. I mean, this peaceful luncheon. Let's find peace. Internal peace. Ugh. But Meredith is getting ready for the luncheon. She's being sexually harassed by her husband via FaceTime. But you know what? While she is getting dressed. First of all, I'm constantly checking you out. I say sexually yeah. harassing in a playful, fun manner. Good, yeah. I'm yeah, like, sexually harassing by your husband? Yes, of he, course. He should be sexually harassing you. Yes. If your husband ain't sexually harassing well, let's you. let's not say sexually harassing. Let's just say flirting. Objectifying you. Object yes. There we even. go. Yeah, so I'm not even okay with that. You objectify I mean, me all the time. Well, yeah. One day you said that I was like a walking turkey leg. <laughs> that I want to chew on. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Not that I wanted to have sex with. No, but no. How do you have sex with a chicken leg? Uh, uh, <laughs> that's a whole different book. I mean, let's get Mythbusters in here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, Heather, what is happening to this episode? <laughs> Wait, so what's happening right here, right now? What's happening right here? Heather's brother is helping her get dressed. Mary calls Robert. Mary's lost in the closet of despair, first of all. But for so her she's running to late. call him on the intercom and say, could you bring my coat? What kind of loaded okay, question hold on. is that? Okay, hold on. Mary calls down to her husband and asks him to get a coat for her. And he says, what coat? And she says, never mind. And he says, what coat did you want? Which one? And she says, well, you need to ask that question first. Yeah. Well, that's a way that she could place blame on him for the, not for the communication. Not happened. automatically knowing what she meant by get yeah. the coat for me. Yeah. And you can tell he... The cameras, he didn't realize cameras were probably on upstairs and didn't realize it because cameras weren't on on him. And when they get off the phone, she's like, oh, I'm going to that lunch. And he's like, what the hell ever? Just get the hell off the phone with me. They hate each other. Oh, they hate each they other. They hate each other. He hates her just as much. And he's probably so irritated by that yes, intercom. 100%. I, like, give me that coat. Well, what coat? Never mind. Well, what coat did you want? Well, you need to ask that question first, huh? What does that even mean? Yeah, who knows? Oh, they are just so miserable. 
So Jania arrives at the International Peace Guards, and this time she's driving a green Tesla. She's always been driving a white Tesla. I think they lease. They just, like, rent them out. Did you know there's a new app where you could, like, rent for, like, a daily ride on luxury vehicles now? Oh, no, I didn't know that. I just saw that on the commercials. Mm. Jenny does the seating. So she really, I mean, did you plan for this to be a peaceful luncheon or not? Well, I mean, where, how are you going to place everybody that doesn't have conflict with one of each, one of the ladies there? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know how you place that. Well, I'm like, one lady's going to get sat next to somebody or across from somebody they don't want. But putting Mary right next to Heather after the way that Vale ended. But then and, Mary's right across. The, I mean, from it would have been like Whitney. putting Jen Shaw right next to Meredith. <laughs> That's true. But I guess that was the only issue that was going on at the moment. <laughs> so Whitney, Jen Shaw, and Heather are kind of like pre gaming. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like they're just up the road pre-gaming. Yeah. <laughs> but they're ready. They're ready for peace. They're ready for positive vibes. Yeah, a, I love this foreshadowing. And we get a nice, uh, like, flashback scene that we hadn't seen before between the three of them when Whitney's, like, being a really good friend to Jen and offering great support. Yeah, and Whitney says, listen, I said some things because I was, I went to the worst. Yeah. But now that I see you and I hear your side, I want to be there for you. They have a really nice like kumbaya moment. I feel like even in our darkest moments, we could all use a little grace sometimes. Uh, Meredith arrives to the Peace Garden in a beautiful pink dress. Mm -hmm. And now Lisa's in bright green too. Yeah, that robe looks amazing in the wind. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, it turns out that Jenny did not bring the sexy outfit home. No, no. She's, she's like, like, I'm not rewarding him yeah. for wanting a sister wife. He's, like he's in crazy. a doghouse right now. Yes, he's going to a therapist. <laughs> you go to therapy. <laughs> so Heather, Whitney, and Jen Shaw walk up. Walking and praying, walking and praying, walking and praying. Ben Meredith's like, um, hello. Did we not talk about this? Meredith takes her sunglasses off to get a better look. And oh, Jenny is in trouble. We have rules about this, ladies. I will unleash on her. Weren't you there when I made the declaration that I didn't want to be involved with this woman? And she's like, well, today is all about peace. <laughs> and there's not going to be any drama. So I thought it would be okay. And you're kind of stuck invite. with it now. That's what I want to say. And you're stuck with it right now. Yeah. Because the camera's rolling. She's here. <laughs> and I'm surprised that Meredith didn't walk off. She's the bigger woman. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> um, but they all... Meredith does at least greet Jen, which is nice. Yeah, they both greet each other and give like a kiss, but it's just instant tension. They toast the peace, but there's a lot of tension. Mm -hmm. uh, Mary's not even there yet, as Heather reminds Oh my us. gosh, and I'm like, don't even remind me that like, she is coming. Can I can't we just handle leave this. Mary at home in her closet? Again. We don't need... I mean, we don't I can't. need... I mean, to be honest with you, I, I need a little bit of levity. It's been so... I mean, this show is so intense. It just, it's like a it is a snowball just rolling down the hill. It has, seriously, I mean, it gives me anxiety. It's gaining momentum. It's that insane to me. Well, um, they walk a path to a lovely table set up. Heather questions Jenny on if she remembers Vale and, like, why'd you put Mary next to me? <laughs> and she kind of gives the same spiel she did to Meredith, like, Peace. You're stuck with it. Peace, love. You're stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> then they start off with some mango and lime drink. Okay, some of the stuff. I really wanted to try this food. Yeah. I really wanted to try this food. I love that Lisa Barlow is so used to fast food. She's like, oh, I feel like I'm eating healthy. 
It feels so healthy. I know. She's re- How does she keep that body? I haven't had fresh food. She doesn't work out. She eats fast food. She's constantly eating. I don't know. I don't know. But Jenny gives them all like a tutorial on how to eat it. And Lisa just can't believe it's not deep fried, not a bun. She's like, it's not ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mary finally arrives after complaining the whole walk there. She is talking to herself and complaining the whole time. Any big f- shock. That is a big, big shock. Anytime right? we've seen Mary walk more than three steps this season, she's complained about it. And she's like, if you're going to be in the, what did she say? Like in the woods, pretty much. You shouldn't be wearing this time. I'm like, girl, this is a nice park. <laughs> so when she gets there, Lisa compliments Mary's blonde hair. Mary right away gives Jen a big hug. Mary's not so sure about her own wig, though. No, she's not. Well, she's never... She looks at herself in the mirror, and she's always like, I don't look great. Well, I mean, you need to pull that wig down about an inch or two, Mary. No. She doesn't want to be Teresa Judice. Well, no, but I mean, the wig was way back here. You can see her normal <laughs> hairline. I think they like, told her to pull it down halfway through. Like she has, some, she has some like wispy bangs, <laughs> but you can see her real hairline well, underneath them. Can you blame her? She had a trek through the mountains. Listen, to get to you this. put me on wig patrol. Oh. I'm on wig patrol. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting. What do we do? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that wig was out of place. So anyways, Mary is being (laughs) so very pleasant right now. It's very odd and it's making me even more upset. And it's, I'm nervous. But then Mary says she loved um, Jenny's slanted eyes. And I was like, okay, there's Mary. So Lisa shows her a picture of Jenny in the blonde wig Mm -hmm. and looking all sultry. Oh, and she loves it. And Mary says, and I went back and listened because I I hate, I have to be in defense of Mary. Did Mary just say she likes my slanted eyes? Mary says, I like the slanted eyes. She doesn't say I like your slanted eyes. She says the, what I think Mary is trying to say like the is sexual, I like the sultry the look sultry, you like, are trying to get. Yes. I don't think she's commenting on the shape of Jenny's like natural eyes. I think she's trying to say I like the sultry look that you're giving. Smiles. 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 Now smiles. Smiles. Don't forget. Don't forget to smiles. Are you smizing? No, you're not. Am I defeating you with the smize? Ooh, Tara. Super smize! But she just digs herself into a deeper hole oh. because in the previews of the next episode, she's like, no, I love, I love slatted eyes. And you she's know, like, but yeah. you're still doing it. And, you know, and this is like probably the first time I've defended Mary ever. I know, but it's like insanity. It's yeah. like trying but to put I really a, a square in the circle. But she was definitely racist last week when she was talking about That's the That's why everyone's expecting her to be racist at this, I think too. for once, she actually wasn't being even unintentionally I, I kind of got that as well, but then you flash forward to the next episode and you see what she's saying. I'm like, okay, well, well I can't get on, ba- on board well, with that. For then. that, though, once you tell Mary that she's wrong about something, then she's going to just start saying all kinds of things. Oh. So the Jesus is after you, you right. after that. You're done. Um, so Mary turns to Heather and is really kind and is ready to move past Vale. I like you. I like Heather. They like toast to it. It's like lobotomy happened. Nothing happened. And everyone's like leaning in, like wanting to hear everywhere this being said. Oh yeah. I mean, this is a small dinner table. Yeah. I was like, what is, is Mary going to either kill her or what is Mary being nice? Horribly offensive thing is Mary going to say (laughs) she will pull her her stiletto blade from her boot slice your vital organ put it back and then be like 
What's for dinner? There's, I mean, but everyone's, so nice. but everyone's being wonderful. I mean, the whole, the whole the thing whole, has been quite it's lovely. Great, it's a great honor. I was, I was happy for Jenny that her peace garden was being peaceful, and I was enjoying the peace. And then. Whitney turns to Jen Shaw. Whitney, what the hell? Why is everybody being so friendly and fake? <laughs> and of course, Lisa. It's like, and why is everybody being so friendly and fake, <laughs> Jen? She's like a little Tasmanian devil. No, oh, Whitney, can't you just enjoy the moment right now? Let everything come out in its <laughs> own timing. Mary's like, I heard that. Lisa's like, I heard, I heard it too. too. <laughs> oh. Yes, Whitney, I think that's what today was for, as a matter of fact. Yes. I think today was for everyone to get together and fake being friendly. Yeah, like, because that was the like, purpose. there's serious stuff going on. Maybe if you fake being friendly, eventually you'll some of the hatred will melt away. You know? I mean, uh. But Whitney's like, do you all remember that we all left Vale separately because it was a disaster? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we? This is the first time we've all gotten back together. Why aren't we talking about this? And Jenny starts trying to say, "Yeah, it's weird," but <laughs> and, for, and again, I agree with Mary. Mary's like, "Why do we just want to re-hurt people? Yeah, do we just want to bring it all up so that we can hurt everyone up again? Is there something new to say that we didn't already say?" But I think she's also trying to save her own butt in front of Jen. Oh yeah, because she obviously lies about not saying anything about Jen. Since you're a lady of God, be more honest, because you preach to your congregation about honesty. Mary, be honest about it. Stop lying. And and just because of this big huge thing about who said what about Jen and Jen, Saul's like, listen. First of all, let me tell you all the story. Like, I, they were asking me questions about people. I didn't even know the, who they were talking about. Yeah. Like, I just want y'all to understand that I this is all confusing to me. And I don't feel like I'm even supposed to be part of this. And, like, uh, by the way, I didn't go to jail, like everyone says. And was like, girl, I know you didn't go to jail. You look too good. I know. Mary says that. I'm like... Yeah, I I think Body that, that was like three days after the fact. Like that was her court hearing. No, it was it was it? no, it was the same outfit from it was the brides from. Oh, you know, oh just on, the brides, yeah, yeah. But then Mary starts just asking a lot of questions. She is dumbfounded that Jen had no idea what was going on. I mean, on. she talks to Jen like a child. She's like, really, honey? You didn't know anything? I mean, she asks over and over. I she mean, pretty much she... asks the same question. Oh, yeah. She is not, like, she's she's the only one there asking the hard questions, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> do I hope she's innocent? Yeah. But do I think Jen is innocent? No. We're talking about the FBI, Homeland Security, and New York. No. Then Jenny is like, okay, let's just be transparent, Jen. This is how everyone reacted. Lisa was calling her lawyers. Mary was Mary. Uh, uh, no, uh, Lisa chimes in. She says her lawyer called her. And I wanted to chime in. Well, which of the six? <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, the bottom line is that everyone was saying something. Yeah, it's but except nobody... for Mary, not Mary. Uh-uh, not oh, Mary. She didn't man. say anything mean about her. And this is, Jen. Ups- this is what's Jen. very upsetting to me about Meredith. I was kind of gung-ho about Meredith, but Meredith is so, like, pin me up against the cross about any other subject, any other housewife. But when it comes to Mary lying in front of, she'll call anyone out. But yeah. she can. She was there. She saw that Mary was saying things about her. Yes. So how come Meredith didn't say one single thing to Meredith? And this is where I'm on the side with Lisa and why Lisa's hurt. She's like, why are you always sticking up for other people? But you have not stuck up for me at all. Like, yeah. you watched Mary be horrible to me and you didn't say a single thing. Yeah. But now we're saying that we're questioning her and now you're attacking us for attacking her. Like, listen, Meredith, pick a lane. Be self-righteous or don't. That's my... 
my only thing is I hate it when people are so self-righteous and like, oh, I'm so much, I don't deal with this toxic blah, 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 but you will call other people out, but you won't call out certain other people. Like that's oh, yeah. not true. I mean, the table is really just Mary and Lisa going at it. Back uh, and forth. Mary. To be honest, I don't know what's said throughout this entire Me either. Thing, I mean, well, I did, like at one point, Mary's like, okay, Heather and Whitney back me up, and but they're not, Heather and Whitney, uh, like, uh-uh. this is y'all, Whitney started it, and she's like, okay, it's yeah, house, house. She's all, Drinking her life. I talked about everyone like, being fake, and now mm-hmm, y'all unfake it up. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. <laughs> and then we have another walk-off. This is just like Mary's cooking dinner, but this time Mary's the one walking off. Okay, I had a question. And cre- Meredith again following. I have a question about Mary. Mm-hmm. Why does Mary wear big necklaces with big letters hanging off of them, and what does it say? I like pretty things, I guess. I assumed it was a brand. Okay, because she's wearing it multiple times in confessionals, and now in this one she's got another version of it. I haven't tried to put necklace. the letters together, but I'm assuming I've been it's trying a brand. to. That's why I know it's the same wordage on each one because I, but I can't figure out what kind of brand it could be. I don't know. I, I but she's obsessed the, with it. <laughs> get it, girl. Anyways, <laughs> um, so Mary won't be called a liar. She walks off. Then Jen walks off and kind of walks to Mary. It looks like, which I don't think that's originally how it was supposed to well, be. Well, Meredith was talking with. Um, Mary. Mary. And then Mary saw like a wounded sheep from the flock walk away and she snapped Jenna and was like, me and you need to talk without these lying women around you to tell their stories about what really happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So Mary is 100% lying. She is over there on this, this, uh, bench, like, like being... Well, I like I, I she's like Jen's gonna be Jen's best friend now. Buckle up, baby. You gonna you got a long road. Show your innocence. Oh yeah. But now back at the table, Lisa and Whitney are fighting now because Lisa's just so worked up right now yeah. that she can't stop talking. She just she's just saying anything and everything to defend herself to get someone to hear her. And then and then so then Meredith and Lisa have to start fighting. Oh my gosh. About what you were just saying about Lisa being like, be on my side. Mm-hmm. Why are you but what's Mary? so funny is every single time they chime back into like the issue that started all of this, Mary and Jen, she's like Forrest Mary Gump over there giving her life lessons to Jen. I'm like, you started off this life lesson saying, I pray every day that you're guilty. I mean, innocent. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's not the best way to start off this conversation. Maybe Mary just knows we're going to see each other in jail someday. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I don't want you to go to jail, Jen. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> just needs a joke. I'm sorry. I just don't want Mary coming after us for saying that. Um, so Meredith is out. She reminds Jenny, I told you not to invite me. I can't take this anymore. I'm out. This is toxic. And Lisa's like, but Meredith, but Meredith, but Meredith. And Meredith's like, Lisa? You know, I've been screaming for a half hour. I can't anymore. You've been screaming for a half hour. And that is the favorite thing that Heather Gay has ever heard her say. She laughs out loud and she loves it. (laughs) So, yeah, really funny. They really just missed the entire point of this luncheon. Lisa sums it up. Mary comes after me, but you don't defend me. You're my friend. Back me up. Mm -hmm. And then Meredith just brings it back to Jenshaw. Yeah. Like, we won't talk about... Nobody can get far past anything. No one's talking about... Like, everyone has their own agenda right now. Everybody just honestly needs to forget the past. Except for Heather and Whitney. Oh, yeah, Heather and Whitney. Oh, Heather and Whitney are just sitting by the sidelines just loving this. Yeah, and well, and Jenny doesn't really have, like, a stake in the fire, but what she's not going to do is let people lie. Like Mary. And she's not going to let anyone tell her what to say or do. You don't know me? 
Don't attack me. Period. Well, because as soon as she calls Mary out, Mary starts doing that tactic like, bring your voice down to me. Respect me. Don't talk to me like that. Don't yell at me. Like, it's just, no, Mary, shut up. <laughs> and then we wrap up all this chaos, like this almost 45 minutes of chaos. This poor park. With like... <laughs> everyone coming back to the table, recognizing that they turned the conversation to themselves instead of being there to support Jen's woes. <laughs> Heather's like, I think we can all agree that we'd all be here for Jen. I'm like, you might have need to leave Meredith on. Well, even when she was saying, like, everybody's in your corner, even Mary's like, well, honey, you wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you have people in your corner. Well, I wouldn't say that, Heather. I was like, God, Mary, shut up. <laughs> Some things can be left unsaid. I mean, Just remember... You don't have to say everything you think. Oh, my goodness gracious, y'all. But... It is chaos. I mean, I don't understand how there's a single Housewives watcher that is not watching Salt Lake City. So, yeah, if you loved any of the franchises at all, I mean, you've got to come to Salt Lake City. Oh, my gosh. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about the house bears as well. We just started a new um, housewives chat group at work. Ooh, fun! So hello to um, any of my real housewives chat group at work. Well, Listeners. hello, ladies. I'm sure they're all ladies <laughs> so far. So far, but we're, you know we're looking at branching out. Well, hello there, ladies. Um, we, you know, we don't have to branch out too far because y'all. I don't have to send Santa after you. I don't even have to send the New Year's baby after y'all <laughs> because. It's a Christmas miracle. We got another review. Out of the blue. Work, work. I work. haven't had to threaten anybody in, like, it feels like months. It's a Christmas miracle. You know what? Thank you, guys. And a, a big special thanks to Kelly Jake. Thanks, Kelly Jake, with your five-star rating. the best. We are. She says the best, most, inf or I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. It's spelled Kelly with two E's. You know what? I'm not going to genderfy it. They? They say the best, most informative, and entertainment podcast about the only franchise I really follow. Keep it up, bears. Oh, word. What? what? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you. I mean, bears. We're just bears. Just We're just two bears. We're just two bears talking about housewives. You what, guys, what can this... you say? You know there's bears out here. I really hope everybody has an amazing Christmas. And yes. I mean, I don't think we're going to see anybody until after the... We're not going to see y'all till next year. Oh, I wish it was like a nice break, but it's not. <laughs> well, I'm sure though. I wonder if there'll be a new episode. There won't be a new episode. No, I don't, I don't think there will. Or two, think, probably. Oh, we might get one week off. We might get two weeks off. You never know. That's I bad for our fans, but I mean, y'all, it's the holidays. Maybe I'll come up with some... Don't be okay. Scrooge and make us work on holidays. <laughs> I mean, it's Christmas, for God's and sake. And don't be a Scrooge and miss us on the social media. You can follow <laughs> us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You could also follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube at that. Yeah. And you can see all of our videos. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please give us a nice five-star rating and a nice little review. We really, really rely on it. And plus, this has been like the 8th, 20th episode where we've gotten um, a consistent person to to fame on this for giving us yes. a nice review so that's keep this momentum up going into the new year y'all yes. leave us a nice review over your break that would be the greatest greatest christmas present of them all yeah give us christmas presents holiday present of them all holiday yeah holiday thanks for listening love you oh my god merry christmas bye okay love you bye 
do a microphone check. It is check, 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 checking time. Check, check, checking time. It's jingle bell time. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle. I don't know if that's the same jingle bells that I know. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Batman smells Robin late That's the official Christmas carol. I was doing like a remix, if you will. Oh, that's not tolerated here on the Real House Bears. 